Everyone's better than me. But I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. Ooh-wah-ah-ah-ah. If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me is an improvement podcast where I improve with the help of a guest who helps me get better at a certain topic. Uh, however, I don't really like it when people think that they're better than me. So I've got a little prank that I'm going to pull to bring them down to size. Uh, but they really don't have to worry about that. And they're right here. It's Amy Curl, a writer and comedian and editor of Greener Pastures magazine. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Delighted to be here. Uh, wonderful. And I am delighted to get better at the topic at hand today, which is getting better at the TV show Succession. Um, but before we do that, we, of course, have a couple of get-to-know-you questions and some fan-submitted questions as well. Uh, so so we'll just jump right into those, if that's okay. Uh, uh, first off, as we always start with, uh, how do you and I know each other? We know each other through stand-up comedy. I believe we met at the Backyard Baseball mic, which has been name-checked several times in this podcast. Um, and we sort of bonded there through our shared love of uh, red outerwear. We both have red winter coats. And I started going to this mic about November. So peak uh, fashionable outerwear season. And um, baked goods. We are both bakers. Um, and I brought cookies to the mic one time. And that was exciting. Uh, all of these things are accurate. Uh, this is definitely the um, umpteenth time of name-checking Backyard Baseball Mike. Uh, also, not the first time to name-check Cameron's red coat. So uh, uh, we can... Feel free to continue doing that. Um, it is my entire personality. Wonderful. Uh, moving on to the next question. You've been transported to the security room of a mall in 1988 in middle America. No one else is there, and you come to realize that the only way you can be transported back is to make an announcement over the intercom. What do you do, and what do you say? Ooh, this is exciting. Am I making the announcement from the security room? Like, I'm stuck there, or can I roam through the mall? I think that's sort of up to you, actually. Uh, the question's sort of made up, so, um, you know, I think you can make up your own rules about it as well. Because in that case, I would like to roam to the nearest record store um, and put on a record as part of my announcement. It would be sort of a multi-tiered situation. I think the, I think I'd have to put on Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. And I think the announcement would just mm -hmm. be something like the mall uh, is closed. Thank you for coming. And then I just I do like a a uh, risky business style dance around the mall in my socks. Interesting, interesting. So uh, you'd probably get some extra time there by making the announcement. You are allowed to be transported back, but you don't have to yet. You can sort of take your time. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to milk it for all it's worth. I'm trying to. I'm trying to hang out for a little bit before I go back immediately. Because an '80s mall, it's like a. It's like a gem at this point. It's like a, a artifact. It's true. Um, yeah. And I want to get some orange Julius in there too before I before I return to modern day. Of course, yeah. Um, that all makes sense, and that's actually exactly all what I had written down. So perfect. Um, next question. The Stories of the Woodland Creatures is a new children's book of stories. Each story teaches a new moral to children. What moral did the children learn in the story Amy the Bunny and Cameron the Disoriented Penguin? Ooh, I think they learn... Let me see. I think they learn the story of kindness because the disoriented penguin and me being the bunny makes me think i have to guide you through some sort of journey like that's that's what the book is about like you're lost or you're going somewhere and you got turned around and i have to help mm -hmm. you find your way and so the the moral of the story is um you know help 
help people and be kind because you never know um, what kind of friends you might make out of it or just, you know, just be decent because that's that's a good thing to do also. That's true. I think more children should learn to be decent because, <laughs> frankly, there are a lot of indecent children out there. Um <laughs> Excellent. Well, those have been the get to know you questions. We'll jump right into the fan submitted questions. We, of course, have fans all around the world and they send in questions uh, to our guests to help them get better at things. Um, so here's the first one. I'm a music producer and my boss wants me to completely produce some new music by the end of the week. So far, all I have is boom, 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 tiki, 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 boom, boom, washa. Help. That's from Akim Makarios from Igensdorf, Germany. Thank you so much for writing in, Akeem. Um, if you're, that sounds like a fun beat that you've got laid down. And I think what you can do is just take that beat and remix uh, any old Paul Simon song and give that to your mm. boss. Because remixes and reboots are very in nowadays. Uh, and I, I think also what I forgot to mention in our children's book would be that the power of Paul Simon helps us find our way again. So that's my suggestion. Just that... remix other things. Very insightful. Plus I think like uh, you can call me Al has enough sort of like uh, irreverent like references that you could sort of take a sample from that and put it into anything. And it makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, wonderful. Well, I hope that helped, Akeem. Um, next question comes from Winston Pillipass from Dapitan, Philippines. Winston asks, Hello, I hope you're doing well. I am mostly, but I have this problem. That's why I'm messaging you. Hope you can help. Here it comes. On my way to work each day, there is a big graffiti wall, and for a while it has said my name. What a coincidence, right? Well, a few months ago, someone new added to it with my last name. The next day, someone added my middle name. This has been going on for a few months now, and each day a new detail about me has been added, and they are all accurate. At this point, it is getting dangerously close to the entire wall being an exact copy of my updated resume. What should I do? My initial concern for you, Winston, thank you for writing in, was that your uh, identity has been stolen, and that you might want to do a check on your social mm -hmm. security number. Yeah, have we tried graffitiing back? Have we tried responding to the graffiti? I think maybe it's time. If it's been going on for several months, maybe it's time to buy a paint can and say, hey, are you going to hire me? Are you going to kill me? Is this a memento situation? What's the deal here? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And uh, I mean, one of the things that, um, I, you know, we can't respond to these, uh, but Winston doesn't mention whether or not uh, they are one of their line items on their resume is painter or graffiti artist you know maybe maybe they're actually quite uh qualified to respond to this um so i i think that's great okay, advice now I'm curious uh, to see what the resume uh, is yeah exactly well i think you'd have to go to debutant in the philippines and find that wall um so uh well winston i hope that helped i can't see how it wouldn't Wonderful. Well, we're going to jump right into the topic at hand, which is getting better at the HBO show Succession. Um, when Gene heard, uh, my producer Gene heard that we were talking about Succession in today's episode, they jumped up and down and announced, I have my MBA, which person that I was surprised about, because uh, I don't think that Gene's necessarily intelligent um, or qualified. But uh, before I could say anything in reply, they actually ran out of the room shouting major bitch attitude. Um, so. 
Well, yeah, there there might be spoilers in the episode. Um, I guess consider this a warning. You know, maybe use this as a fan cast. Um, if if the host of the fan cast also like had pranks and like if the host was trying to improve on abstract concepts. Um, so let me start by asking, how much Succession have you watched, Cameron? Uh, I am up to date with. Uh, Let's see, we are recording this on April 12th. I uh, am up to date, so I know about the big happening on uh, April 9th's episode, episode three. Oh, thank God, me too. Okay, so I'm glad that we can talk about this. But um, should we start with how to get better at succession? Should I just dive right in? Well, I think um, maybe, maybe... For those people that are still listening um, that are okay with spoilers but maybe haven't seen the show, tell us how how would you describe Succession? So Succession is like a Shakespearean play with a lot of fucks and kind of no fucks given about a powerful media family that may or may not be based on Rupert Murdoch uh, and his legacy. And it is about the children of this family trying to vie for control of their family company. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good description of it. I, I, I think it's interesting that you described it as Shakespearean. I, I, I think that's not inaccurate, but uh, it is, wasn't the first thing that, there is, I guess, high drama. Um, yeah, the level of drama, the level of sort of inter, I mean, the amount of daddy issues, I think alone qualifies it as Shakespearean. Oh, sure. Good point. Good point. The amount of like um, love and hate within this family. The amount of, I mean, in the first episode, I was just rewatching the pilot because I was showing a friend Succession for the first time. And in the pilot, Roman Roy um, has a line. He like hugs his sister hello at a birthday party, and she says, uh, "What's that cologne you're wearing? Is it Date Rape by Calvin Klein?" And he says, "You wish." And they both kind of stop, and her boyfriend at the time stops and is like. You wish. And there's something very Shakespearean, I think, about um, that level of psychological um, trauma and uh, confusion. Yeah, yeah. Pretty messed up, I would say. Uh, Roman, definitely. Maybe the most messed up of the characters, I would, I think. Maybe, um, maybe also has well, the most character growth over the show. I think if we're, not to get too deep into the weeds, but you see, so you see the siblings sort of grow and change, maybe, uh, over the course of the show. You're never quite sure, I guess, what any character's given intentions are, and you're never sure how much they're playing the room and how much they're being earnest. And Roman maybe has the most organic growth of the four siblings um over the course of what is currently the last season but it's still mid-airing so who's to say we don't know how the show ends who's to say what everyone's final resting place kind of is true very true very true well uh maybe this uh, what well, since we're talking about these very flawed characters um and you know their growth being uh, uh i don't know in question um at the very least uh Maybe this leads into this next question of why should I get better at this? Why should I want to get better at succession? Oh, I think, first of all, it's very in the zeitgeist right now. It's very, you know, uh, after the airing of this most recent episode on April 9th, which this is the big spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Stop now and skip ahead to an undetermined uh, 
time frame in this episode. Uh, Logan, the patriarch of the family, dies unexpectedly. Sort of unexpectedly. He's had health issues the whole time, but this is particularly unprecedented. Um, and I think this is a good... During the last season of any show, I think it's a great time to get really invested. Because it's nice to have con- you know um, closure on things. And we know that the conclusion is coming soon. So it's a good time to catch up if you haven't. But why to get good at succession? Because I think you can learn business negotiating tactics. I think you can learn emotional warfare. I think you can learn, depends if you take it earnestly or or not. So I think that's another question is to say, Cameron, how do you view it? Do you view it as a dark, dark comedy and you're sort of supposed to watch it uh, with a grain of salt? Or do you view it as a drama of a bunch of... Or do you view it kind of straight on as a bunch of very, very messed up individuals? I think there's room for both, but I'm curious uh, which is your paramount viewing structure. Uh, I definitely think there is room for both. Uh, I, um, I, I do want to point out the gotcha alarm is going off right now, so we will get to that. Oh um, uh, but uh, I, I will say I, I find it hard not to watch it as a serious drama as it's going on, but in reflection, I always see it more as a comedy. Um, but, uh, but of course, uh, uh, my, um, my opinions are not the only one that matters now because we have introduced the, the prank here. You know, uh, you were talking about that succession, getting better succession can help you get better at, um, savvy business tactics and sort of, uh, 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 you know, uh, sabotage. Um, and so perhaps, uh, if you're so good at succession, you should be able to help this perfectly normal and average businessman uh, get better too. Um, so, uh, perfectly normal and average businessman, are you here, uh, Cameron? Uh, Amy, uh, thanks for having me. I-, I hope you can hear me all right. Uh, the reception is a little spotty, and my private jit, <clears throat> my private jit, <laughs> my private jit. <clears throat> Excuse me, my private uh, Dodge Caravan. <laughs> <laughs> um your private uh yes yeah, nope, you sound fine, fine. Uh, other than you, it sounds like some respiratory issues or or um you know maybe blockages that you might have um uh mr business person oh uh, have- uh, uh uh lloyd uh my name is uh lloyd mccomas clancy combs of the uh st louis mccomas clancy combs uh, I am a founder, CEO, patriarch, and head salesman of St. Louis Spigots and Boiled Peanuts and nothing else. Wow! Is the nothing else part is the nothing else part of the company name? Uh, absolutely. Uh, we like to uh, let our customers know exactly what they're going to get. It's a very eclectic um, business profile you have there. Um. Well, I would say that it. Uh, has no room for uh, eclectic. Uh, it's right there in the title, uh, and nothing else. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, well, uh, Amy, I uh, we've got. Um, is it okay if I just call you Lloyd? It's not my preference, but I'll let it slide. Perfect. Uh, well, uh, Amy, I was wondering. Um, you know, we're talking about these business practices. Uh, uh, what could a business person um like uh lloyd or maybe myself um as i'm you know maybe i'm trying to get better at that tangentially uh what could we learn from succession i think you could learn a lot about building an empire and about acquisitions that has been a big part of logan 
the fictional character Logan Roy's media legacy is acquiring other companies and sort of becoming becoming too big to fail to also um, steal a term from the 2008 uh, financial recession in the United States. Um, I think that there is room to maybe acquire another podcast or another business if you feel that your business has, um, if you don't want to change the name to and nothing else, if you feel you have extended your offerings, you could acquire another business and just kind of keep it under your umbrella to expand your portfolio while maintaining your current brand. Mm, mm. Um, why exactly would I want to do that, though? I, uh, I think that the, peop- the good people of St. Louis, they, they love spigots and they love boiled peanuts and honestly, nothing else. That's great. I think there are other people uh, who might also enjoy spigots and boiled peanuts. So you could acquire another business that is selling one or both of those items and then uh, reach more more than the good folks of St. Louis. Um, Or Cameron, if you found that there was another self-help podcast that could help you get better at things, um, that you could find a way to wriggle your wriggle yourself in as a co-host or even as a as the main host you know you could do a full a full uh elon musk where you you buy it and then you push them out and then it's just yours now a full um kind of takeover if you will uh now uh here is an idea i have 12 children um what if i were to have each of my children go into separate suburbs and neighborhoods and build spigot and boiled peanut stands a la summer lemonade stands. Yes, I think that is definitely a tenant um, that we see on Succession. The children work in different depart- different um, branches of Waystar Royco, which is their family business. Um, so some of them work in the uh, cruises department or the, like, um, the theme parks department. Some of them work more on the, the kind of larger business and media strategy side. So I think using your children as employees is great. I just wonder if there's a way to expand beyond the greater St. Louis um, area. Maybe do they have a relative that you could send them to um, the way cousin Greg gets sent from, I believe Canada to New York uh, to live with his uncle Mm, Logan. Could mm. you send one of them to an uncle in Chicago? I do have a cousin in uh, Jefferson, Missouri, that I could send a few of my kids to. There you uh, go. Now, uh, here's a, another question. You seem to have a good deal of business savvy. Um, what are we thinking for the price of these spigots? I keep landing somewhere between $0.50 cents and $1,200 per spigot. Wow, that is a big difference. Amy. Yes. I think that um, maybe Succession gives us some sort of insight into this now um, in this most current season. Uh, I think in the you know first few seasons of the episode, I don't know if this is something that you've picked up on. Maybe I'm already better at Succession um, because I've picked up on this. But earlier on in the show, they seem to be talking about numbers in the high hundred millions um, uh, because it is you know this massive media empire. But in this most recent episodes um, of season four, they're talking in the tens of billions, um, you know, uh, orders of magnitude much greater. Um, and I think this is sort of meant to reflect the current American um, economic 
I, I don't know about crisis, but certainly um, in- inflation being something on everyone's uh, yeah, lips. it's keeping up um, to date with inflation for sure. Uh, hey, this is good. This is so I should be charging uh, anywhere from a hundred million to tens of billion per spigot. Yes, that, absolutely. Well, that, you know, that's my understanding. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, certainly, that's what, uh, I, I, Amy, you've given me some ideas about, um, you know, expanding podcasts. Maybe this podcast is sort of about me getting better. Maybe about, uh, you mentioned self-help podcasts. Maybe a podcast about me bettering myself could be good. Um, and, and maybe creating a media empire. Maybe there's, um, and uh, Amy, I'm just talking to you briefly i'm Mm -hmm. I'm going to try some sabotage here on lloyd um uh maybe there's some room for a podcast about bettering myself through spigots and boiled peanuts i think that sounds like a great move on both of your parts i think that expands everyone's uh i think everyone's uh listener base or um customer base i think that is a mutually beneficial decision I would absolutely agree. Uh, I actually uh, run the the St. Louis branch of Spigots and Boiled Peanuts and nothing else. It's actually a franchise. So Cameron, I would be more than happy to uh, add you to my downline. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was actually thinking of maybe more, um, instead of being added to the downline, being added to the board. And I was thinking maybe um, a controlling share for for. Um, you know, maybe three seats between myself, uh, Gene, and um, and Amy. Yeah, and I and I think oh, that it I, goes without oh. question. We'll each need kind of a fee for our time and services. So I think a light uh, one bill for each of us would be would be good. That sound that that sounds reasonable to me, uh, uh, Amy. While I have you here, uh, I did sort of want to. Uh, pick your brain since you are an expert on succession and business savvy uh what advice would you give to uh, an average uh, everyday businessman who um might potentially have a a reputation ruining secret not that i do i would say if you had a potentially reputation ruining secret um don't get a twitter account don't um get into petty theft the way Kendall does restart stealing vape fluid from convenience stores, which is a fun little in joke that I think a lot of people missed, but I think about it from time to time mm-hmm. and um, don't sleep with your assistant. Oh, so you are saying that I should not tweet about how my male receptionist and I got drunk at our Christmas party and I kissed him with tongue. Yeah, if you want the valuation of your company to not become like zero dollars, um, I would say maybe just like keep that information to yourself. Oh, so never ever share that publicly. No, and definitely not on something uh, as public as say a podcast that goes out to. And I think I'm conservative with this millions of listeners. Yeah, um, that's definitely uh, right. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't share it there. Um I mean, I, I also think it would be, it's a rough thing to, um, and the, of course this is all still hypothetical, Lloyd, but um, uh, from, uh, I know you were talking with, with Gene about um, why you would make such a good prank for this episode, and and, and you were sort of really going on about, uh, you know, the spigots and how they let out a lot of uh, fluid and, and keep some in, and, 
and then also you know, sort of the taste of the boiled peanuts. And, and I'm, I'm coming to realize now that it, you were talking about your assistant, weren't you? You were, this was sort of, um, it wasn't nothing else. It was in fact your assistant. Uh, um, um, wow. Um, way to, uh, put me on the spot and really, um, force my vulnerability to the surface. Um, Yes, yes. It, it's all it's all been about Spencer. Um, Spencer, um, if you are listening, um, I, I want to waggle my tongue on yours again. I will leave my my wife. Um, I, I hate my 12 children. Okay. Um, I think we're going to go ahead. I think as Cameron and Jean and I have controlling shares of the board now, I think we're going to go ahead and use this time to um, stage a hostile takeover and take... Um, spigots boiled peanuts and nothing else kind of out of your control it seems like you were maybe not in the right uh, mind space to run such a large uh, corporation at this point and we will um gracefully take it from here oh thank god i i am in so the business is in so so much debt um well I'm, i'm sure we're just going to sell it off to the highest bidder sort of as soon as possible um I, I don't want to, as you're sort of being ousted here, I, I don't want to forget, you know, um, you've meant so much to uh, people around the greater St. Louis area. Um, you, you know, you are a, a titan of industry within the spigot and boiled peanut space, um, and you leave behind uh, 12 uh, uh, children. I, I don't know about loving, but uh, so... Yeah. Here's to Lloyd McCummins, Clancy Combs. I think I got those names right, but it'll probably be fine. Uh, We are coming up sort of at time here. um, So I want to ask a last question, uh, maybe to both of you. Uh, Amy, how will I know that I'm better at succession? Um, And then uh, Lloyd, uh, how will we know um, that you're better? Because right now you're bad. Oh, um, well, um, Spencer, uh, actually just texted me, um, and said that it's me, that, that it's, it's always been me, um, and that he has, um, two tickets to Tulum and, um, yeah, one is, one is for me. Um, I think that I, I'm finally discovering myself and, uh, I'm going to go live my best life. Uh, okay, I'm sort of fortuitous, serendipitous. Good luck, Lloyd. Godspeed. Yeah, uh, the uh, this podcast is not live, so um, it's weird that uh, yeah, that Spencer was able to you know respond so quickly. But um, and uh, Amy, how will I know that I can? I've gotten better at succession. Ooh, I think yeah. you will know you've gotten better at succession when. Um, let me see. When you feel. Uh, maybe a margin of sympathy seems hard. Sympathy seems maybe undeserved, but a margin of sympathy or understanding for the characters, because as heinous as they are, you have to look at uh, the way that they were raised to be corporate weapons and the way that they were uh, employees from the get go of their father and say, well, of course they don't have functional human skills. They are, they are, but mere AI bots uh, kind of accidentally brought to life. Uh, you will also know because you will find yourself using phrases like corporate weapon uh, and um, hostile takeover in everyday conversation. That's how you will know when you when you accidentally attempt to hostily take over your bodega uh, so that it is open longer hours. 
that's how you will know your better succession. Uh, got it. Well, uh, hopefully those are things that I uh, can do. Um, uh, I, I don't think I'm there yet. Personally, um, especially on reflection, I really think that uh, uh, that succession is is really just arrested development with uh, without as many jokes and um, better lighting and better uh, coats. They so... they have great outerwear on that show. Uh, like you and I, they are very into um, their New York weather coats. <laughs> For sure. Well, and that might be why I, uh, maybe one way in which I am getting better at succession already uh, is through fashion, um, a la our, our last episode with Critter. Um, well, well, I, I mean, I think this has been pretty good. Um, I feel like I'm on my way to getting better, um, if not already. Uh, so I appreciate you coming on and helping me uh, get better at succession. I do uh, have a couple of questions that I ask at the end of every episode. Um, you know, we're always trying to improve here on the podcast. We're also trying to improve the podcast. So what could have gone better about this episode? Ooh, um, I, what could have gone better? Um, I don't think anything. I think, uh, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my experience here. And I would leave you a positive Yelp review if I did a thing like leave Yelp reviews. Perfect. Um, well, we also have a uh, we also have a tagline that we say at the end of every episode, and we ask our guests to improve that by adding to it, subtracting from it, changing it in whatever way they see fit. Um, currently, that tagline is "Paul will call you." So yesterday, come clean, working it out, little voice. Where did I go right? Anywhere but here. The math, love is just sweet sixteen. Party up, metamorphosis, inner strength. Why not? Um, and so that is the entire track list from Hillary Duff's debut album, Metamorphosis. Okay, I was going to say, this um, feels like a reference uh, that I'm not getting, and I'm glad you clued me in on it. Um, that feels like it may be a very long tagline. I think we'll just stick with, yeah, Paul will call you. Let's just, let's go with that. I think it's very funny as a tagline. All right. Because <laughs> it was Paul. Back to just Paul will call you. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, uh, I, I'm sure I have enjoyed talking to you and, and listening to you. I'm sure the audience would like to hear more from you and see more from you. How can they do that? Oh, sure. You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's at Amy Curl, A-M-Y-C-U-R-R-U-L. Um, and uh, come to Backyard Baseball because it sounds like you'll see most of the podcast guests there at some point. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me. This has been a delight. I've enjoyed uh, this very thoroughly. Did you want to plug Greener Pastures? Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me to plug my own uh, (laughs) publication. So, right. uh, You can also follow Greener Pastures on uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's at Greener Sat, Greener Pastures Magazine on Medium. Um, And we also have a podcast where we interview uh, writers and editors of satire and short humor. Um, So those episodes are rolling out now, actually also on Mondays. So listen to this and then go listen to that podcast. And then your Monday podcast uh, fulfillment is done. Wonderful. Uh, And we'll be sure to share those uh, links to those things on our social media as well. Um, uh, Well, thank you so much, Amy, for being on the show. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Josiah Knight for helping with the prank in today's episode. You can get in contact with me with questions or topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyonesbetterthanme at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, Paul will call you. Thanks for listening.